episode 49 with Jennifer Ketty on the Nine Point Start the Dream podcast. Welcome to Nine Point Started with a Dream podcast. Our goal is to showcase the stories of athletes and the community that supports them by being authentic about their journey. Here's your host, Jacoby Gillum. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host as always, Jacoby Gillum. This episode is a very inspiring one. We have Jennifer Ketty. She's an overseas volleyball player, super inspiring person just about how she just said, I'm not giving up. Through all the adversity that she that she kind of faced from the injuries to becoming a pro overseas to fighting cancer, she kept saying that I'm going to be the one that overcomes this. I'm going to use my story to be a reason that other people keep going for their journey. And that's what we're all about here with the whole platform. So for with us, this was a great one to kind of share and to really kind of be a part of. And we divided, we divided this, this episode into kind of two pieces. So you're going to have part one here, then part two will be like in, 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 in the next episode. So I hope you enjoy this episode. hope you can get a lot of value from just hearing her story and hearing her passion. And let's get to it. When you're younger as an athlete, what would a bigger dream of goal you want to achieve? Oh my gosh. You know, um, it's funny. Actually, when I first started playing volleyball, I never in a million years thought I was going to be like playing in college. Like I just played because I loved it so much. Um, and my entire life I have played sports like soccer and I just like, I love sports. I have brothers that I played sports with. Um, and so never in a million years did I think I was going to go division one. And then it was like my freshman year of high school, I started playing like seventh grade um, just for the school. But then my freshman year of high school, the local university, which was a division one school, wanted me to play for them. Like, and I was a freshman and I was like, whoa, like it still didn't register to me. But that's when my parents were like, oh my gosh, like this could happen. Like, let's do this. And it like, it wasn't, it didn't even really hit me that I was going to play college volleyball until I got to college. Like, even the whole recruiting process I just like would get a letter and I'd be like here mom like take my letter I don't really know like what this is um but then you know I got to college and I always just wanted to get better as an athlete I didn't really you know I never was like I want to be the best it was always just like I just want to be better like every day in practice I want to compete like they're my teammates but I want to you know use them to get better like for myself um and then I started to be I started to think like okay like I want to be in the Olympics like I want to I want to do this like let's train for this so I would go to the USA um national team tryouts that were for the college players um and I did that I can't remember if it was two times or three times but yeah so that was I mean that ended up being my major goal in college um but then I also (laughs) it was like my junior year I'm gonna be honest college was pretty rough um as far as volleyball goes just because we went through a lot of coaching changes and my junior year I had a great season but I was playing with a torn shoulder like every couple of swings I would take my shoulder would just pop out and it was just like yeah um so that was rough. And then I had surgery. <sighs> I don't even remember. I went to the national team trial, like I said, in February. And then I had, I had surgery. I didn't have surgery until July, actually, because I was just so desperate to be like, no, I can do this. I can do this. Like, it's fine. I'll just rehab it. 
but it was completely torn. Like there was nothing I could do. So I had surgery in July and I did my rehab. I still had goals to, you know, go to the Olympics and play after college. And about a week after I was cleared for my, for my shoulder, a hundred percent, a week later, they told me I had a broken foot. So I hurried up and I got surgery and I'm not going to say that the doctor messed it up, but I'm also not prepared to tell you that he didn't mess it up. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I got, so, I got you. yeah. So I get surgery on my foot and I'm rehabbing it. I'm doing everything I can to try and be back for season. I had surgery in May. I'm trying to be back for season like mid August is when we start competing. Um, so mid August comes around and I can barely walk. Like there's something wrong, but I don't want to accept it because I don't want to miss my last season. Um, and so, cause I redshirted my fourth year. And so now it's my fifth year. I can barely walk. <laughs> my foot is messed up, but I'm like, no, like, let's do it. I'm playing. And finally it got to the point where the doctor gave me a checkup. He told me, yeah, your foot is still broken. Like, in fact, it's like, more broken because he stuck screws in my foot and yeah basically broke my bone and it didn't heal so I was playing on a broken foot just like desperately trying to compete and as soon as he told me that I was like you know what I guess I'm done so I had surgery in November during my fifth year and after that surgery like mentally I was just like done like there's this is my last season. This is my last chance. Like I'm done playing volleyball. Um, and that was, yeah, a pretty rough time for me. So, so emotionally. Kinda, so to kind of like go back on that whole journey. So when you were in high school, right, you, I'm like in an article, you said you, you had your coach kind of yell at you for being too competitive. Oh yeah. So can you kind of explain on like, on like what, on like what, what happened on that? I like to think that I just like to push my teammates. Um, no. So in high school in Montana, volleyball wasn't like a serious thing. Um, and I think even at my age, even across the country, volleyball wasn't like a huge deal. Um, but it's growing as, you know, every sport does, which is really cool. But in high school, I just, I was so competitive and I didn't know how to communicate with my teammates effectively to get them to perform at a higher level like I wasn't like motivating them and inspiring them I was just like barking at them I guess you would say Um, because I played club volleyball all my junior year in Spokane Washington and it was super competitive like the Mm -hmm. girls were all going to d1 schools like we were a really good team different mindset yes different mindset like that's how they communicated to each other was like let's like let's go like there was no like feelings involved it was just like you need to step it up and you know like I still am a firm believer in that like I don't I don't take anything personally like on the court but um so yeah then I went back to Missoula for my senior year and it was like from transitioning from that to high school again I was like I didn't you know, like I didn't register. I was just like, okay, it's the same. Like we're playing volleyball. Like let's do this. Mm -hmm. But most of those girls were playing for fun, you know? And yeah, there was one point my senior year where it, it got really bad. Like the coaches yelled at me in the locker room in front of everyone. 
but I don't remember. I mean, I don't really remember being aggressive. It was more like I was just like, like someone would make a mistake. Yeah. Someone would make a mistake and I'd be like, no, like, it's fine. Like, keep going, keep going. But I guess they like took it wrong and I don't know. So that was really bad. (laughs) So I guess so like for any athlete right now that's like out there, because I think there is certain athletes that have a mindset that we want to win. We want to be the best, like like you were saying. And some people are just out there just for the extracurricular that have like a letterman a letterman patch, you know? Right. So so if you're that that athlete that's like you, what would you tell that that person to to, to keep I don't know just how to keep keep people in it or whatever it may be. My first thing would be read the room. <laughs> if you're in high school and you're you know acting like this, you I mean you just got to know the level you're at. Like if you're in high school, you're in club, and you know, not like not everyone's gonna be amazing. You know, sometimes people make mistakes, and you just have to accept that. But I definitely think whatever level you're at, there is a certain way to communicate with your teammates like and everyone's different like if you yell at me and tell me to like get my I'm sorry if I cuss by the way sometimes it just comes out okay thank you okay (laughs) because I almost just said the f word and uh like if someone tells me to get my crap together um I'm not gonna be like offended I'm probably gonna in my mind be like you know what you're right like I need to step it up but if you say that to someone else like they're they might go cry and like take it really like to heart and not be able to perform after that. So like, you just have to know each of your teammates. That's kind of how I think. Definitely. Yeah. So, so, so this senior year, you know, you, so that freshman year, what was that? What was what, what, what everyone around you kind of have that same mentality that you had like, when you got to college or no? On my team, I think we struggled a lot with like people like playing time issues and people thinking they deserve to play without doing the work or, you know, in my mind. So my freshman year, I go to college. um, My coach wants me to play and that's like fine and dandy, but I wasn't performing well. And so I stopped playing. And at first I was like, why am I not playing? Like this sucks. But then I was like, okay, like what do I need to do to play? Like I went, and then after that, I went to practice every day you know, ready to compete, ready to get better. I just, I wanted to be better. I would go in the gym on my own time and I would practice serving or doing like volleyball by myself, which is very difficult. Um, I would do, I, you know, I was just constantly working on my game and I would go in the weight room and do stuff on my own. I would do rehab. I did what I needed to do to play. And then I started playing and I, from then on started every game about, a quarter of the way into our conference. So, and I think a lot of times, like it wasn't, if someone was on the bench, it, it was all, it was always about them. It wasn't about the team. It wasn't about the girl that's on the court in their position, like them wanting the girl to do well. It was like, I hope that she fails so I can go in the game. That's kind of how, I mean, that's how I personally took it. And that was like my entire college career. Um, and we didn't have a healthy, like, what is it called? I just blanked on the word. Um, like the chemistry of the team. Moderate, whatever. Yeah. Yes. It was not healthy. And maybe that's because of coaching changes, um, different personalities, you know. But I just think, yeah, we struggled a lot with that. And we were, I mean, we could have been really, really good. 
but we never like got to the point where we were a real team if that makes sense i've been i've been, I've been looking more into volleyball too and I, i'm realizing that you can't win alone in volleyball oh no yeah. you literally can't touch the ball twice in a row like you, yeah. you need your team like and that's the cool thing about it too is like you it's not just like basketball where you can dribble down the entire court and on your own like yeah it's I mean that's the cool thing about volleyball but it's also the bad thing about volleyball if you don't have a, like good chemistry so that's super important but it's really cool yeah for you with, with the college journey you know how did you figure all right I'm going to make the transition to go overseas it actually was very random also I'm sorry if I ramble because I talk a lot and um I'm sorry so it's all about you no worries okay Oh, thank you. Your words, not mine. Um, no. So it was really random. Uh, one of my teammates was actually going to play overseas and her coach reached out to me and was like, Hey, we need a middle blocker. Like, can you play? And it had, it has never crossed my mind before that. Um, and so I started training, but I didn't have any video from college because of the coaching transitions and the fact that I didn't play my last year. Um, and so I never was able to get video and but then as soon as so I didn't end up going to play for him but as soon as like he put that in my mind I was like how can I do this and so I started doing research and I ended up going on a tour in Slovenia and it was like a 10-day tour where you're playing and it's like with a bunch of girls I don't know how many girls were there but you're playing there's coaches that are on the live web feed there's coaches that are in person and that's basically like college recruiting all over again so it's a 10 day thing and they can, I mean, they can take you on day one, they can take you on day 10. Um, and I think I was taken on day three to Finland. And that was kind of the start of my professional career in uh, Rovaniemi, Finland, which is literally in the North Pole. That's where Santa lives is what they say. And I didn't see the sun for five months. Oh, five months. Yeah. He come from California too to go to this. Cal San Luis Obispo, 70 degrees all year, and I went to negative 30. But it was a fun adventure. What was your expectation going, like going over the, what, what was your, what was your thought process on what it would be like being a pro athlete? Oh my gosh. Um, it never even like registered to me that my title was now pro athlete, but I was so nervous to play volleyball again. Um, and that was like a big struggle for me too. Like mentally there was just like this block where it was like, am I good enough to do this? Like what? Um, and where did that, yeah, that start from? Just that, that mental block, the, the injuries or just, or people just the injuries? No, the injuries. I mean, yeah, I was like Derek Rose trying to come back from an injury that he was healed from, but like, just like, couldn't get, I hope he didn't, I hope he doesn't hear this. I'm sorry, Derek, Mr. Rose, whatever oh, you want. Oh, no. Um, because I was the same way. Cause like my my ACL, I my dream my dream was football, but I was like I was scared to get out there and tear it again. So I was like I'm gonna run track and run straightaways. Yeah, like I would just I, would, I mean it was for sure from the injuries and just like it was I literally had three surgeries in a year and a half and it was like the shoulder one was fine. Like yeah, I just after the foot surgeries after the surgery that may have been messed up. And then having the, the surgery to fix it, it was just like, I'm, I'm done. And like, also, I don't even know if it was the injury per se, but it was me trying to play with a broken foot and literally not 
being able to do what I was able to do before. Like that probably took the biggest toll on me emotionally and mentally because I was, I was trying to play, like I was desperately trying to play volleyball and I could not even walk like, and I was trying to jump and hit the ball. And like, I, I just physically wasn't able to do it. And I finally accepted that. And I think that's where that like comes from mostly. Well, you didn't give up though. I did not give up. I mean, okay, I'll be honest. I did a little bit because after that I was like, I'm done playing. And it wasn't until that coach reached out to me that was like, am I done playing? And that's when I was like, no, I'm not. Here we go. So. So now you're, now you're over Thieves. You're in, you're in, in, in the cold land, you know, you're yeah. new, new, new language, new culture. How did you learn to adjust? Um, well, I grew up in Montana, so weather-wise, it wasn't bad. And to be honest, my daily activities consisted of going to practice in the morning, coming back and eating, sleeping, watching Netflix, and then going to practice in the evening and doing that every single day. So I wasn't really like outside much. Um, but I mean, there was definitely some culture shocks, like the language. Um, I don't know if you've ever heard Finnish, but it have you ever played Sims? No. Do you know what Sims is? I do know what Sims is, yeah. Okay, so like when they're talking, when they talk to each other, it literally sounds like like a minion. And the Finnish people, like that's exactly what they sounded like. And it, it blew my mind. But um, I, didn't, I mean, I didn't really have any, the hardest part was definitely being away from family and friends and just like, yeah for there, nine months were there any any other uh, like americans with you or were yes you okay. yes i did i did have an american on my team that was my roommate as well and we are still friends to this day bless her heart she still hangs out with me so homies for life yeah exactly <laughs> we went through some stuff together <laughs> we're kind of going back you know how you said you were really driven and competitive was we had like the overseas team was that the same mind that people had over there or is it still a little bit Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, it was definitely, again, everyone's different. So, but my team in Finland was very, they were very much like that. And it was awesome. I mean, like, I remember, I'll never forget this. In practice one day, um, there was a ball that was specifically my responsibility. And I didn't get the ball. And one of my teammates literally said to me, Jenny, you have one job. And I, like, as soon as she said that, I was like, oh, I was like, you're right. But I will never forget that. It was awesome, though. Like, I just look back and I like, yeah, it was awesome. Um, but yeah, it was definitely, it was definitely like that. But it was so fun. Like, there was no, I mean, again, there's no hard feelings on the court. Like, you're just there. You're doing your job. You're doing your best. And like, your teammates are going to push you because we want to win, right? Like, yeah. So that was, that was cool. So, so how did the overseas journey go from, from there? Like, how many, how many years have you, you played overseas? Uh, four, five. I guess this would te- technically be my fifth. It's, it's weird because all the seasons are different lengths. So I'm like, year-wise, I don't really know. Like, I guess it would be five, but, um, yeah. So, so season length, so there, you said there was like, what, three months and nine months? What, like how? 
Yeah. So in Europe, the seasons are nine months or eight to nine months. I mean, they're long. But then when you go to countries like China or the Philippines, um, I think some of the like three to six months. Um, but yeah, it just depends. And of course, t- teams can take you halfway through the season and then you're there for four months, you know? So it just, it depends on the situation. But for my first three seasons, I was in Europe and I did the usually like eight to nine months. Um, and it was really long. Yeah, it was really long. But I mean, you usually don't get a Christmas break. So that's a bummer. Mm. But, but yeah, so my first three seasons there. So I went from Finland to the Czech Republic. And then I went from the Czech Republic to Germany. And as soon, so as soon as I finished in Germany, a week later, I went to the Philippines for a month and a half. Um, and then a month later, I went back to Germany to a different team. So that was kind of a long, crazy mm. volleyball time. But a little Euro trip. Yes, <laughs> I was all over the map. It was, but it was really cool. I mean, I was just. I was experiencing new countries that I would never like think to go to. So, I mean, that was the cool part about it. This is the end of part one of Jennifer Ketty's story. Head over to listen to part two. Yo, thanks for listening to this episode of the Nine Point Started With A Dream podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please comment, share, leave a review. We would love to hear your thoughts. You can find more athlete-driven content at ninepoint.com. Till the next episode, you're only one opportunity away. Peace.